Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Components Live. I'm Ren, product marketer at Hereto and your podcast MC. I'm Patrick, CEO here at Hereto. And I'm Jared, lead solutions consultant. Thanks for joining us on our weekly conversation about componentized and structured content. Hope you enjoy this 15 or so minutes of fun talking about everything from data to innovations in AI. Glad you're catching our live show after it was live and is now a podcast. If you want to join the live show, we stream every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube, but you can always find the recording on your favorite podcast app. All right, let's get into it. Hey, welcome to Components Live. It's our second live version of Components. And if uh, you're here to watch Jared and I joke around about content on a Friday afternoon, then you are in the right place. Um, this is not the, the official Components podcast, which again, we will be uh, reviving with a new season very soon. This is the Friday show where we try to talk about some fun and occasionally serious things as they relate to content. Um, so Friday, happy Friday, Jared. How you doing? Happy Friday, Patrick. I'm good. I'm doing good. well. I'm really glad to hear that. And it's just the two of us today, uh, which yep. means Ren's not here, which also means we don't really know what we're doing because we don't typically no. run the platform. So if there's Zero any actual idea. issues with this, uh, we're going to blame that on Ren's absence. So hopefully everybody's able to hear us and well, this is what I'm going to blame it on your incompetence that has to be shown and manifest because of her absence. I mean, that's probably fair. Um, I think there's a lot of things you could blame in my incompetence. <laughs> All right. So uh, every week we try to do a news article and then a hot topic. So I got my news article. You got one. I got uh, a hot topic. You got one too? Yeah. 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 Well, You're I don't right. have an article for this week. I have an article that I, I want to talk about next week, but okay. I will, I have an item to discuss that has been coming up more and more. All right. Well, I think yours is a little more serious than mine. I, yeah. I went like not super serious on my article this week. Uh, it felt like this week could use a little bit of a of a breather at the end of it. Um, so I went a little bit more humorous. Why don't you uh, Why don't you start yeah. off with yours? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know me, my job is um, sales engineer, whatever you want to call me. I'm the guy that like gets to show up and listen to use cases and evaluate whether our, our system is a good fit. And what I noticed throughout this last week and really kind of wrapping up last quarter is that I'm starting to talk to more and more atypical groups, uh, atypical right. for technical content groups. And what I'm seeing, I think is really cool. I think it's really interesting. And I am curious to get your thoughts. Um, when I say what the, the two main groups I've been talking to are, see if you think the latest AI push has any influence in this. Um, the, the two groups that I've been talking to most are um, sales groups, believe it or not. I've been talking to um, sales organizations, basically revenue ops groups, people okay. who manage that side of the house. What, um, so wait, but like who in RevOps have you been talking to? Um, title wise, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, like, what do they want to do? Like, I mean, because oh, I yeah. can't. So that's, that, that is like, out of that's out of left field for me. Like that one doesn't, yeah, okay. doesn't typically fit. So imagine it's um, it, it's often somebody that's like works in marketing and is related to the like specifically works on the sales and RevOps portion of that, like the connection between those two groups. So whenever the marketing team gathers a bunch of interesting information, stuff that can be used as part of the, through the sales process, then I'm dealing with the people who kind of like deal with that content. And what they're recognizing is 
um, they get certain statistics or quotes or things from now now customers that were prospects at one point. So they've seen, you know, their tool has helped somebody along in the process. They get really good quotes. They get really good statistics on like how things have become more efficient, more productive, mm -hmm. whatever. And then they have that piece of content and they're like, we drop it into a Google doc. <laughs> That's funny. And then we have to like go find it later because an AE will come ask for it yeah. from us. And then we have to be able to deliver it to them somehow. And so now they're starting to be like, I mean, literally they're saying like these marketing people are coming to us and they're saying, we need structured content. We need component content because we need to get these pieces out. And it could be a single sentence that we need to be able to deliver out. And instead of having to go find and um, search through Google Docs, it mm -hmm. has to be componentized so we can get it out faster. That's super interesting because like we're doing that transition internally right now too, right? Like standing up, standing up the, the internal, all the internal information with all that stuff is switching from Google Docs to hold that stuff to um, over to Hereto. Uh, yeah. That's kind of hilarious that I didn't even think of that and we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're like literally taking like, they'll compile what, the, what some of these groups want to do is take those quotes, put them in a new doc, compile that PDF so they can deliver it to the prospect. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because you can imagine fantastic. like, you're like, okay, I've got a prospect who's in this industry with this case, mm -hmm. like, you know, filter out all the stuff that doesn't make any sense for them and like show me the stuff that does yeah and like wrap around the count yeah so i guess that actually does make a lot of sense um, and they even have it down to some of these groups have it down to like the ae is talking to a c-level person here or even get more fine-grained within yeah. the c-level like who it is and what are the pieces of information that that particular executive wants to see versus this executive so they might leave two of those pieces in one for a ceo one for a cio but, or they could be delivering it to some like middle management person. So they have a completely different set of information that they want to deliver mm -hmm. for that person. And they want to keep it all in one system. Interesting. Yeah. Is that the only one or are you seeing something else too? I'm, I'm marketing stuff too. So we're getting more groups that are like, they're producing marketing documentation, uh, marketing documentation that's like more technical and it's not mm -hmm. one off. It's stuff that needs to be um stay more consistent over the long term so it's not necessarily yeah. like campaign to campaign but it's stuff that they need to componentize so that they can deliver it and govern it really that's interesting because that that one i feel like people have been like flirting with structured yeah. content and marketing for a long time um and i know we were like pretty set against doing marketing implementations for most of the time that we've been we've been heretto right. Um, or back when we were even easy data, it'll be, it'll, I'll be curious to see if we actually find that it's a good application. I, I, th I think it's going to be a very specific set and yeah. a specific, very specific use case within a bigger, a larger marketing org. But I think it's there, um, if for anybody that's producing technical marketing content, I think it works. Interesting. All right. Well, mine is way less <laughs> like. Actual, it's yeah okay Might all right enjoy. so mine's an actual news article which is technically the assignment so you know on one it side is. i actually did what we we're supposed to do so uh mine's npr uh, and it's the federal highway administration is starting to put more um governance uh, governance on what can be on the billboards on highways <laughs> and things like that because a lot of states have been getting like real cheeky um and yeah. putting up humor in there they're letting um, people like me run it. That's yeah, the problem. Right. And I like I love this story because it's it's funny, but it also is one of those things where it really reminds you that like this kind of content and content management is all around us and you just don't see it. 
Um, we had somebody on coffee and content, like, uh, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago now. And he said this thing that just like completely changed the way that I thought about like content and all these things. And he, he said, look around you. What human beings do is they structure their world for their purpose. And he's like, a building is just a restructuring of materials for human utility. Right. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, you're right. Um, and you start to look at the world that way. And then you start to realize that content is also a part of every experience. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's on signs. It's in all the stores that we walk through. It's like just integrated in our lives. And there are people who are governing it all the time. Um, so I thought it was yeah. kind of cool to see content governance show up on highway signs. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I would like, I always chuckle at those, but we're, we live in a world that is starting to get so cheeky that like, it's not like the novelty is kind of gone. Like, just tell me what you need to tell me at this point. Yeah. Give me the info. I mean, I don't know. Does hum is humor ever really get old though? Because it does, it does mean that you remember things better typically. It does. But sometimes it's just like overly cheeky. You're just like, okay, you're trying to be cheeky just to be cheeky. And like, just tell me that there's a wreck coming up. Yeah, that's fair. Or ice. Sometimes, so, sometimes. Okay, so the, the other... S says someone who's super ridiculous all the time. Like, right. I mean, yeah. I don't... Yeah, okay. The, the other thing this made me think of is this very similar process happens with release notes for a lot of organizations where yeah. they try to find the balance between um, letting people know because yeah. a release note for all intents and purposes is a notification. It's the same thing as on a billboard when you're driving down the, the highway. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, different context. And a lot of organizations are trying, they try to make their release notes like lighter and more fun. So people will actually yeah. read them. Um, but there is, you know, there's a limit on that too. And it's funny that like software organizations have similar content management, content governance and style guide problems as the federal highway administration when you really boil <laughs> it down. Uh, you know, it's fun. We're all nerds. We're yeah. all nerds. Just trying it's to all make, content. Make the best of it. All right. Hot topic. So, um, yeah. All right. Wait, you just on that? You want to? Well, I was just... It's one of these times I think we need to get into an argument about structured content, like the term structured content. Like I want to, I want to fight about that. I, I think we, I think we've got components podcast coming up where we could actually right, fight right. about we'll that. Okay. And then people could edit it out because they don't want to hear us fight about that. <laughs> it's worth fighting about. Um, all right. Hot topic. I'm going to go first because your hot right. topic is completely not content related. Well, well, I would hold on because this is going to get back to the structured content thing. Yeah, I'm going to show right. you how it's related. I want, I want to see you bring it back, but I'm, I, I right. don't think it's content related. Okay. All right. So my hot topic is I ran a, a survey on the uh, technical writers forum group on LinkedIn um, okay. at the end of last year, a poll, I suppose, actually technically, and it was looking at the it was looking at AI usage in techcom. So I wanted to know, like, we've been living okay. in this for a year. How many people are using it? Um, so my exact question was, as a technical writer or information developer, how much are you using Gen AI technology today? And I got to be honest, the results of this kind of surprised me. So there was four options. The first one is daily. Mm -hmm. The second one is multiple times per week. Third one is few times per month. And the last one is rarely or not at all. So you've already seen this, so I can't make you guess. I, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I'm looking yeah, at it. But... All right, I, know. I wish I could make you guess. But like, okay, so beforehand, would you have guessed that rarely or not at all was going to be 53%? No, no, no. I would have said that a few times a month, probably given last year, would have been like where people were. Because people were yeah. still, there's still some like timidity about using it. I wouldn't have guessed that over half of people have been like, nah. 
Yeah, that's just wild to me. So let's yeah. go down to the percentages. Daily, right. 12%. Multiple times per week, 19%. A few times per month, 16%. And then rarely or not at all, is 53%. So it's pretty uh, evenly uh, distributed amongst the other sample ones. Sample size of 360, what does it say? 366? 366. Yeah, so it's pretty big. You know, like a sip yeah. tastes like the soup. I think that's a pretty good representation of where technical writers are. Um, I'm, I'm surprised by that. So I started thinking about it in terms of my own usage. And like, I've got weeks where I use it every day. But I've yep. also got weeks where I don't use it at all, you know, really depending on like what it is that I'm doing. And it made me stop and think like, am I leaving efficiency on the table or is it just that it doesn't really help me on those weeks and therefore like it's a logical decision? I mean, I can think of three times personally where I have been working on something and later, in fact, one time was you, another time somebody else. Um, reminded me, they're like, have you tried using uh, an AI tool for this? And I was like, oh, no. So it just is, it's not a part of my, my mental process that I would go through. It's not a tool that I turn to yet. So for me, that's like the weeks that go by that I don't use it. It's probably because it's just not occurring to me that it's something that could maybe assist me in whatever I'm trying to do. It, you know, the, the thing is, I got that to that same conclusion independently is that I think it's just not part of my daily process yet like yeah. it hasn't it's not a tool that i use um just out of instinct like it's not the first place i go and i don't know if that's just me or if it's not fit for it but i do think that i have to start encouraging myself to use it on a, on a more like specific tactical um yeah. like putting it like more in a more micro step. I think that's a better way of putting it because I'll use it in terms, there's certain things I use it for. Like right. um, I use it to uh, with ideation. Like if I'm like trying to get some yeah. content out or something like that, like I'll have it interview me or I'll um, I'll put something in that I don't really like. And I'll be like, what do you think of this? And like, it will put something back that I also don't like, but it will help me go write it off separately. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually posted anything or published anything that the AI actually wrote, but I've used it to, to like help me to unstick me in a writing process. Yeah. But I don't think it's part of my like really, like it's not like slotted in on a micro level yet, which yeah. I think is where yeah. I want to get to. Yeah. I wonder too, if some of the people that replied to this, if, I mean, we're, we're not a monster organization. We're small. We can be mm -hmm. really nimble. A lot of them maybe don't have access yet for work-related purposes. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's some of it. Um, also though, like, and just because we're recording this, I want to be very clear. I have never used an AI tool for my, any of my academic work, but I do want to use it regularly for work. Like, because yeah. it can help me, it can help streamline what I have to do and what I have to get done in some cases. Like I'll actually use it as a reference tool a fair amount for, um, like the thing I've used it most lately for is like checking regex. Like, can you check to make sure this is right and give it the context and then it'll That's, that's a good use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, help me out here. Like I'm, I'm messing up somewhere. Where am I missing it? And it's really yeah. good for that. I don't have to bother you or somebody else and be like, can you look at this? I just ask it and it, it checks. So that's really helpful. But, but I would be faster at right, right X probably. Yeah. XSLT. I'll give you that one. Anyway. All right. All right. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay last, all right. You ready for mine in the last yep. minute? Do it. You said content applies to like videos, content applies to the billboard signs. It applies to all these other things, right? So the Buffalo Bills, that's my hot topic. All right, I'm yeah, excited about Sunday. They're going to win. The relation to content, streaming services provide content. We all say that. Mm -hmm. They do, right? Is anybody yeah. going to tell me they don't? Well, if that's the case, if streaming services provide it, then so do major networks. 
They provide content. They're going to provide me access to the Bills game on Sunday. Streaming services are going to provide me content. The Bills are content. Done. <laughs> you just wanted to say the Bills are content so you, so you could say go Bills? Go Bills. All right. Well, I mean, you know, we're upstate New York. I'm a Bills fan. I'll allow it. All right. Well, the uh, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, hanging out with us for a few minutes this afternoon. This was uh, a little bit about content. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> these these range in terms of uh, how serious they are for sure. So thanks yeah. for stopping by. Um, hope you enjoyed it, and we hope to see you next week on Components Live. And keep an eye out in your podcast feed for the new season of Components. And if uh, you have any questions about structured content, want to bounce around some cool ideas, or take a look at Hereto, you know, feel free to find us on the web. Bye, everybody. See ya.